G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Travel is a hassle. It's okay if you're doing the occasional holiday, that's fun. But if you're always on and off planes, in and out of taxis and hotels like I am, then, yeah, it's hard work. So imagine you're on a long trip. You finally get to your hotel and they tell you that not only are they fully booked, but there's a convention in town and there's not a single room to be had anywhere. Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to the program as we take another look at this beautiful Christmas story from a different perspective. I remember a few years back, my wife and I flew from Australia to the US, to Chicago in fact. That's a long flight, about 24 hours door to door. We had a room booked at a hotel on the Golden Mile in Chicago because I was speaking at an IT conference there and the conference organisers had set it all up for me. In L.A., where we had to clear customs, we discovered that they'd lost Jackie's suitcase along the way. Fantastic. And then when we landed in Chicago, we had to part ways because I had to fly on for a couple of days to Minneapolis-St. Paul. So the plan was Jackie would catch a cab to the Chicago hotel and I would join her in a couple of days' time. Now, it was her very first trip to the U.S. of A., She doesn't do a lot of travel, so heading to the hotel on her own was just a little bit daunting. So not only is her luggage missing, but she has to find her own way to downtown Chicago. And when she arrives, get this, she's told, no, sorry, but the hotel's fully booked. Hang on, there's a conference here, and my husband's the keynote speaker, and the conference organisers have booked a room, and you can imagine her despair, right? She was ready to cry, and she's been travelling now for the last 24 hours, so she's exhausted, she's alone in a foreign country, her luggage is missing, and now they tell her there's no room at the hotel. Two hours it took to get it sorted. At one point, they found a room, but because the booking was in my name and not hers, they weren't going to let her have it. Fortunately, the hotel manager got involved and saner heads prevailed. We did, by the way, eventually find her luggage, but that's a whole nother story. Now, if you have any sort of heart beating inside you, you'll be feeling a bit sorry for poor old Jackie, a bit like a lost soul in a foreign land, all alone with waves of exhaustion and despair crashing all over her. For her, fortunately, it all worked out. But if I now take you back to the old, old story, the first Christmas story, there was a couple who rocked up to Bethlehem for whom things didn't work out so well. Mary and Joseph. They've come down to Bethlehem from their hometown of Nazareth up north. A few hours by car these days, as we saw yesterday. But for them, it's been a one to two week journey by foot, perhaps with the aid of a beast of burden to carry the full term, very pregnant, almost due Mary, but perhaps not. It's a journey that makes our 24-hour flight from Sydney to Chicago look like sheer luxury by comparison. They're tired, they're exhausted, they're ready to get to their room and dive into the jacuzzi and relax. But let's pick up their story. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. 
This was the first registration that was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and the family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them at the inn. Luke chapter 2 verses 1 to 6. Much of the nation of Israel was on the move at this time because of this wretched census ordered by the Emperor Augustus. So there really was a convention in town when they arrived in that small village as it was back then, the village of Bethlehem. They weren't in downtown Jerusalem there on the Golden Mile, but out of town in this hamlet. And frankly, there weren't a lot of five-star or even two or three-star hotels available. Those that were were chock-a-block. And so after presumably a few hours of schlepping around and discovering there wasn't a room to be had anywhere, some kind innkeeper, seeing Mary's condition, offered them a shed out the back which housed animals. Now, I don't know, sheep, goats, maybe the odd cow if he was really wealthy. Can you imagine how Mary's heart sank when she entered that stable where she knew she would give birth? After that whole fanfare with the angel and, and falling pregnant, not the normal way, but through the Holy Spirit, hey, surely God was with her. Sure, surely God knew what was going on. His son, the very son of God, is about to be born. My son too, Mary's thinking to herself. And now I get a stinking stable? Come on, you women who've had children. Put yourself in Mary's shoes. How do you feel? Not all that impressed, right? Your waters break, the pain starts, and you lie down on the floor of a stable that's been pooped on and weeded on by the assemblage of farm animals watching you give birth. Just fantastic. I don't know what you're expecting of Christmas this year. It's almost upon us, and it's supposed to be great. The world hypes it up as being a great celebration. Christians and churches hype it up as being a great celebration. I don't think that's how it felt for Mary on that day. And I know that's not how it feels for a whole bunch of people today. But let me tell you this. God was in that place with Mary. He was watching over her. He was with her. And yes, he chose a humble, uncomfortable place for his son, the son of God, the creator of the universe, to be born as a man. God often chooses humble, uncomfortable places for his people. It's just his way. But no matter how uncomfortable it may be for you, no matter how God-forsaken this place may seem in which you've found yourself, I want to tell you this. God is with you. Because Jesus, on that first Christmas, Jesus came for you. Do you remember what it was that the angel said to Joseph in his dream when he was explaining to him what had gone on with Mary falling pregnant? Matthew chapter 1, verses 21 to 23. She will bear a son, said the angel, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Jesus is God on the journey with us. Back in Chicago, when Jackie stood negotiating with those difficult hotel employees over the counter, she no doubt felt incredibly alone, lost in a foreign land, her husband off in another city, completely uncontactable. 
Perhaps as you face whatever it is that you're facing, the same thoughts race through your mind as no doubt went through Mary's when she laid eyes on that crummy, stinking stable for the very first time. Doesn't, doesn't God get it? How can he let this happen to me? Why doesn't he fix it? And so you're sitting here on this Christmas Eve, wondering even what Christmas is all about. If that's you, if that's a bit of what you're feeling right now, then I have just one word for you from the Lord. Emmanuel, God is with you. You are never alone. And though he may have chosen circumstances for you right now that you may not have chosen for yourself, on on this day, on this holy day, know this, your God is with you. And that beautiful, wondrous truth, this truth that we are celebrating right now at this time that we call Christmas, that truth is something that nothing and nobody can take away from you. Your God is with you. with as many people as possible so they can experience a real and tangible relationship with Jesus. So before we go, I'd like to tell you about a free daily devotional to help you and your friends draw even closer to Him. It's called Fresh. Each day you'll receive a powerful scripture verse together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement and the best news is that it's completely free delivered right to your inbox each and every day where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video completely up to you. It's God's word fresh for you each day. To receive your free e-devotional, just jump onto the website freshdevotional.org. You'll see the fresh e-devotional sign-up waiting right there for you. And as a bonus, I'll also send you a free copy of my e-book, How Can I Hear God Speak to Me? So head across to that website and sign up to receive Fresh. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. That web address, in case you missed it, is freshdevotional.org. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time next week with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.